time for a good old-fashioned debate. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Well, they are a world power. They have just enough nuclear weapons to make them so. They have just enough oil to make them so. They have just enough influence in the Middle East to make them so. I mean, you can't take that away from them. But it's like, my dude, we're not trying to like, you cannot reestablish the USSR. And that's you know, what it seems like Trump is trying to do. Uh, he's He certainly doesn't seem to care whether or not that's what's happening. He, yeah, he's definitely hands off in that, you know. Um, and I just would love to understand if it's simply because of his the the connection that was made between him and Russia initially that has him now feeling like he constantly has to legitimize them and like make them out to be a good guy even though he has said he had nothing to do with it. Like, you know what I, I mean? mean do- you ever remember the uh, Looney Tunes commercials where they had uh, Spike, the big bulldog, and the little tiny dog? Uh-huh. Where they like, hey, Spike, what are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? That is Trump and Putin. Like, but that's he's what's so little, terrifying. He's the little dog who thinks that Spike's got this big reputation. I mean, the guy's been in power for, what, 30 years? But even still, like, I mean, he wasn't. Nope. Do not be, I mean, do not sip the Kool-Aid. The Cold War, like, as far as, in my opinion, as far as, like, we're pointing weapons at each other, that part stopped. But as far as, like, who's really, like, pulling the reins in Europe, it's freaking Russia. Nobody wants that fight. Like, if Russia got really bad and mad and upset, yeah, they're shutting people down. When I think back to like uh, the Middle East, when I even when I was a kid, yo, Russia was in Afghanistan for a minute. They were in Pakistan for a minute. The U.S. wasn't really trying to like tip the scales there, you know. When Russia pulled out and said, "Ah, we really, yeah, whatever they decide to do," right? Then you saw the eventual collapse of the USSR, and you have all these separate independent countries. And then you have Putin coming to power saying, no, but I want it the way it was. Who's going to stop him? Like, that's a reality. It's like, you, we, yes, we stop pointing nuclear weapons at each other. But the reality is, is Germany going to, like, pick a fight with Russia? No. And no, I mean, it, and I don't think, I guess part of, I thought that was the whole point behind, like, NATO and the UN, right? Is that it's not... It's not one person that's picking a fight, and it's not even necessarily that we want to pick a fight, but more just to say, like, don't do anything fucking stupid. And instead, what I feel like we've been doing lately is going, yeah, we know you're doing a bunch of stupid shit over there that we don't really like, but we're just we don't really care. I mean, I feel like that's where Trump's at. And he's he's essentially tied the world's arm behind its back because that's not not, well i'll I'll give you i'll give you this it's not true because germany's got a freaking oil pipeline with russia and i uh, but but what i'm but again i come back to the u.s having historically whether it was you know legitimate or not been that like the number one leader in the world right like we were the the country that everybody else looked to and kind of said well if the u.s isn't going to get involved then i'm not i mean like if they're not having my back and i'm not trying to pick a fight with the u.s then I'm not going to go do this, right? But do you think they built that pipeline in a week? <laughs> like, right? So I'm just saying, like, the, the relationships have deteriorated. 
is that's my point, right? And if we pretend like Russia doesn't have muscle to flex, yo, then if if the United States is a kid on the block, the United States will be getting its ass kicked every weekend, and somebody will be. That's that's my point. It's like so, but I guess like uh, that that leads to my point. That why are we going to let Russia become the the person in Europe that that is continuing to pull with no resistance whatsoever? Because if Germany doesn't want to fight with Russia and we're not going to back Germany up, then what Germany is ultimately going to roll over, right? World War Two was won because of Russia. Like there there are facts that people when and when the whole Russia conversation comes up, even the Cold War, it's like. But do you yeah. see you? I mean, you see what I'm I saying, get it. right? Yeah, I, I get the foreign policy player that we're it. essentially abandoning this position of leadership and, and leaving a I, vacuum. I understand the I understand the foreign policy of it, but the reality is, it's like, are we? It's like China. Everybody's like, "Well, China's our enemy." Okay, economically, yes. But if it came down to like, I'll meet me outside. We're not having that fight. Well, and like, China doesn't want that fight either because China's economy is based largely on the U.S. Like yeah. the two economies are so intertwined. There's a reason that China owns so much of our debt, and you know that we have so much of our all of our goods essentially coming from China. Like this, all of this stuff makes sense if you look at what has happened. Right? We're, get, we're getting it coming and going. We're getting on the foreign policy and the the world superpower. Right? Yeah. And, and somewhere in the middle is a solution. And it's not that you, you, you cower to like people that are doing dirt, you know, doing dirt. Uh, see, I, I, now I'm just not even translating like from my language to everybody else. So when somebody's doing dirt, it's like, yo, where do I see you at? Right. And then you get, you, you put some boundaries up. Like, yo, we'll rock with you, but you can't come over here and start, you know, stealing stuff. From but again, that's where I feel like we've really not been doing any of that with Russia. But is it foreign policy or is it superpower conversation? Right. Which conversation do we have? Right. Because the minute we start flexing on Russia, they squeeze everybody in Europe. Then it's a foreign policy conversation. Is it? Yeah, I think it is. I think about, I think a lot of that can be are, done are through things, foreign policy. But sanctions foreign policy or are they like superpower stuff? What's that? Are sanctions foreign policy or super policy stuff? Or superpower stuff? I mean, I would argue that that's policy. Is it though? Because the minute you squeeze those countries, they go and they go and squeeze the next guy, right? And you get in this this freaking cycle of insanity, right? They're they're now they're funding the Taliban or whoever else they want to fund, and then we start like we're spreading ourselves thin with. Oh, we got to stay in the Middle East. Oh, we got to we got to do this now. We got to figure out how to get out of Egypt. We got to all these things that become like very delicate. So that's and I I'm not a freaking Secretary of State. I'm just saying like when you look at it from like my point of view, it's like, yo, are you gonna like deal which which one are you trying to deal with? Are you dealing with the superpower? Or are you dealing with foreign policy? Because in the middle, like there's always an intersect. And we keep forgetting that. Oh, we're going to put sanctions on China. Well, they squeeze freaking there. Now they're fighting with India. Well, we need India, right? Oh, well, we're going to squeeze Russia. Well, now they're dealing with Germany. So we haven't even figured out how we're trying to deal with these issues. Are we trying to deal with it to make sure that super, like world quote unquote superpowers are playing fair with everybody 
and then we try to, you know, uh, make sure there's boundaries. Or are we trying to do the whole foreign policy thing? I, I I hear what you're saying, but I think that there's I think that there are a lot of other solutions out there that oh I, I agree bro are ultimately overlooked for a lot of different reasons. But yeah, it's it's just it's it's frustrating on my end, I, I or from my perspective, I guess. In part because I just feel like what again, like we're continuing to abandon these. You know, and not again, like whether or not we really belong there in the first place. But ultimately, we're not even like saying like, here's the person that should be, you know, like, OK, yeah, U.S., we're fucked up. but We got to fix some shit over here. So in the meantime, why don't we all just listen to Germany? I mean, I'm not saying like, but, you know, like, can we at least like fucking do something? I, I feel like because, again, we're abandoning this. And what's happening is China and Russia are now going like, well, OK, cool. Like, we're just going to keep pushing and we're going to see what happens. And. I mean, Russia keeps pushing people out of windows, like literally, but <laughs> um, <laughs> and China keeps pushing all of their coronavirus cases <laughs> back down. <laughs> I don't know. I you're yeah, right. I, I know I, that you're right. That like there's so much more intricacies involved in foreign policy and dealing with superpowers and all of that. And that, you know, I think I it's just very concerning to me that we have somebody who is, you know, in basic I mean, I know he's not running everything but who's the president of our country who would much rather look the other way at things that we can all pretty much agree russia shouldn't really be doing i don't think he's looking the other way i think he doesn't know what to do in action then that's even i mean i feel like that's maybe that's even worse like ask somebody like you got all these people around you and yet but Duke keeps going on TV saying he's smarter than the epidemiologists. He's smarter than his generals. Like, I'm just telling you, he's his inaction is not because. But this is this is what happens when you elect a narcissist. Like, oh, that's okay. And, I, and I'm not saying that to you. I'm just saying, like, I'm just stating a fact. Like, this is narcissism 101, where he refuses to listen to anybody. There is no truth except for what comes out of his mouth or what he believes. Even what he said five minutes ago isn't true if he says the opposite right now. But I'm just all right, so end of the story. Yeah. And I want to move on Me from too. this guy. Is inaction is not a sign of like acceptance more, or it's incompetence. Like he doesn't know what to do. So the safest thing in his mind, from what I see, is to not do anything. And I've seen that in business. I've seen that like hell in my personal life. Inaction is not a sign of like you're in control or you have a you have your control of your next step and your next step could very well be a mistake and that's okay. But at least you're not letting things happen to you. And I just see it as a, a blatant, like crystal clear. He's incompetent. He doesn't know what to do. And he set himself up to fail. <laughs>